Welcome to the Chief Home Officer Podcast, or the CHOP, as its acronym spells. My name is Thomas. I'm a stay-at-home dad, and I intend to explore the many facets of this important job and hope you join the conversation. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, WordPress, Tumblr, and now iTunes and Stitcher. Um, You can visit my website to find links to those sites. Uh, The address is Chief Home Officer Podcast, all one word, uh, dot com. Um, And don't confuse that with Chief Home Officer, because that is an office supply company uh, that supports people who stay at home and work from home. So this week's episode is about anger. Uh, And I have to share the story um, about what has become a nightly anger struggle with me uh, involving a mockingbird. Um, There is a very lovely mockingbird in my neighborhood that I first noticed a couple weeks ago um, singing in the tree across the street. Uh, I'd never seen that kind of bird before. I had no idea what it was and thought that the song he was singing was pretty unique. It kept changing all the time and so I recorded it on my phone and then I played it for a friend who knows a lot about birds Um, And when I played it for him, his eyes widened, uh, and he said, Oh, that's a mockingbird, man. Man, are you going to hate him this summer? Uh, And he was absolutely correct, because apparently they get quite obnoxious during mating season, singing for hours in the middle of the night. Um, It's been cool enough at night recently to keep the windows closed, But the last three nights have been warm enough where I have to have a fan in the window to keep the bedroom cool. Um, And this son of a bird has been getting louder every single night. Uh, Last night, I tried for an hour to fall asleep with a pillow over my head. Um, But every time I'd fall asleep, I would soon wake because I was too hot. My head started sweating and I couldn't hear the bird anymore. So I would take the pillow off my head. And I swear that bird was staring at me through the window because five seconds after I would do that, he would start his stupid, obnoxious song again. So at 2.15 in the morning, I got out my giant million candle power spotlight uh, and found him in the tree behind my house. Um, So I shined him a couple of times and he stopped for a second. Uh, But as soon as I turned the light off, he'd start singing again. And so uh, there's an apple tree in our backyard that um, has been dropping uh, premature apples, so these little hard, like, walnut-sized apples. So I picked up about 10 of those, and I just started whipping them at the tree as hard as I could. Um, And I really hope that the retirement community that's behind that tree, um, I hope the people there weren't too upset with me because I'm sure a couple of them hit their roof and windows, but... I was desperate. Um, so he, he stopped singing, and so I went back upstairs um, and got back in bed, and at he, maybe 10 minutes later, he flew right back into that tree and started singing again. And I swear, desperation is the best motivator uh, for invention because I got inventive. Um, I took this old walkie-talkie um, that... Uh, my son doesn't play with anymore and I tied a string around the antenna and took an old uh, shoe that doesn't fit my daughter anymore and I took the other end of the string and tied it to the shoe 
uh, and then I whipped it up in the tree, hoping that the string would catch a branch and, and let it hang there. And it worked. First toss, stuck up in the tree perfectly. And the next time he came back, uh, I screamed into the other walkie-talkie like a raccoon in a fight to the death. Uh, and he didn't bother me for the rest of the night. But if he ever comes back, I'll be ready with my G.I. Joe walkie-talkie at my bedside. Which reminds me, I need to buy some more walkie-talkies for my son. Um, I'd like to talk to you about my struggle uh, with anger um, as it relates to my parenting. uh, Specifically, yelling. Um, I've been noticing lately that I have been yelling at the kids a lot. Uh, Stop jumping on the couch! Why haven't you put your shoes on? We are late. Uh, Go get your underwear from the bathroom floor and put them on right now. My daughter is notorious for walking around the house naked. The second you take your eyes off of her, she is naked. And yesterday, I heard the front door open and close, and I quick ran over there, and sure enough, she was standing out on the porch completely naked. And uh, I'm not a fan of the fear tactic, but I told her that a naughty man was going to come and steal her away if she did that again. So she's pretty frightened of going out there. But she's three. She should not be going outside without me anyways, especially naked. But anyway, um, and, and I think my yelling, is, I mean, it's driving me crazy, but I think it's driving the kids crazy too. Um, I noticed the, the other day that when I do speak softly to my daughter, she asks, are you happy, Daddy? And this kind of made me sad. Um, I'm still trying to figure out why. Does she experience angry and loud Daddy so often that when I am calm and quiet, she finds it odd and remarks on it? Is she constantly looking for happy Daddy um, because he's not there a lot of the time? I don't know, but I can tell by her comments that uh, I am verbally aggressive, and and she's witnessing it. She's looking at it, and she's observing it and taking it in, and I I really need to calm down and use kind words and be nice. It's so hard sometimes when you're frustrated. Um, Another thing that I noticed is... uh, the more I yell, the more desensitized they come to it. Um, sometimes when they're doing something that they shouldn't, I say, I don't like that choice, please stop, and I get no response. And then, hey, stop that, please, no response. And stop it, that's not okay, and no response. And then finally, stop! And it scares them, and they start to cry, and it really is not the best way for that situation to unfold. Uh, A lot of times the situation can be remedied by some hands-on interference. Um, Putting the dishes down, drying my hands, and trading the bottle of baby powder that's now all over the floor with a dustpan and a brush and showing her how to clean it up and explain to her why it's not okay to make messes and waste baby powder. Um which is what I've been doing the past two or three days, ever since I started writing uh, my notes on this podcast, I've found that this tactic really works with her. She responds a lot better. Um, I don't want to be angry dad anymore. 
I, I want to be calm and collected and handle every situation like a Zen master. And I know I'll never achieve a 100% mark on this goal, but I will try every day. Um, and I don't know about you, but hearing about other parents in their struggles uh, to become better parents, better people, makes me want to try harder too. Um, I think there is validation and solidarity in, in those conversations. Um, like last week when my wife read to me a, a post that she found on Facebook that said, uh, don't worry, you're not the only parent who's ever thrown a towel over a pee-down mattress and said, go back to bed. Um, it's not right, and I know that, you know, I, <laughs> I should probably take her sheets off and, you know, put down a towel and throw no sheets on and everything, but it's it's really nice to hear sometimes that other parents have done those things in the middle of the night when you just want to go back to bed. So to that point, I'd like you to share uh, your stories. Share your stories with your friends and, and your family um, about your failures and about your accomplishments and share them with me too if you want. Um, I'd love to hear uh, some stories. Um, and if you don't mind, uh, let me know if you care if I shared them uh, with everybody else. Um, Chiefhomeofficerpodcast.com, all one word. Um, first, uh, as a stay-at-home dad, I have had to take my daughter into the men's bathroom uh, quite a bit. So I'm, I'm walking around the county fair with my daughter on my shoulders, and I have to pee. So I go into the bathroom not realizing uh, that the trough-style urinal uh, might pose an exposure risk. So anyways, being a men's bathroom, it's totally silent uh, in there until my daughter, um, in her tiny, high-pitched baby voice, goes, Daddy, look, he's got a pee-pee too. And, of course, the you know laughter and people looking at me like, Wow, you have a little girl on your shoulders in a men's bathroom. And, yeah. A little forethought could have saved that problem. I should have just asked her to stay with my wife or whatever, but she was happy on my shoulders. She was being really crabby that day. I don't know. Making excuses. I really shouldn't. Um, another uh, story from my daughter's upbringing was uh, when, when she was an infant, um, I used to sit in front of the TV and fold laundry. Um, and then when I would get it into a nice pile, I'd put it into the one of those shallow baskets, um, and then I'd lay her on top of it because it was nice, warm, soft laundry, and she would like to take naps in there. Um, so one day I put her in the basket, and uh, the phone rang, and I went to answer it and went out on the back porch for a few minutes um, to, I think, put some water in my dog's um, water bowl. And I came back, and the basket was tipped over, and she was gone. And my first thought was that my wife had come home early from work and uh, snuck into the house without me knowing and taken her uh, as a joke or to prove her point that I shouldn't leave her alone at all. But um, after checking the driveway, I started to panic, thinking that she had been kidnapped um, because I couldn't find her anywhere, ran upstairs to see if maybe my son had woken up and then tried to drag her up the stairs or whatever but he was still sleeping um so i started to call 911 um and as i'm dialing i find her sleeping behind the couch 
I still have no idea how she got there because she could barely roll at this point. Um, maybe she scooched, but she was asleep when I left and she was asleep behind the couch. I, I don't, I have no idea how she got there. The dogs were in the backyard with me, so they couldn't have, you know, done anything, dragged her by her little diapered butt or anything. I have no idea. Another bathroom failure. I, I took my son into the bathroom at a restaurant, um, and while I was using the urinal, I saw him in slow motion reach into the urinal and grab an M&M and put it in his mouth. And I had to pinch it off midstream and run over there and fish it out of his mouth before he swallowed. Um, another time, uh, I, I put him in... He was an infant. I put him in the car and drove to the bookstore, um, and he fell asleep uh, in the car ride. And during that silent 15-minute car ride, I completely forgot that there was anybody else in the car with me. Um, and after ordering my coffee... I reached down to grab my backpack and realized that I had taken a diaper bag instead. Why in the world did I take a diaper bag? Oh my gosh! As I ran outside and uh, ran out to the parking lot to rescue my sleeping son. He'd only been alone for five minutes, but it's still scary. So this week's fun with science um, is turning a toothpick into a self-propelled boat with shampoo as fuel. My kids uh, like baths a lot, and so it often becomes a very long evening event, and I get bored uh, just sitting outside waiting for them to be done, um, and I start Googling random things on my phone, and something I found the other day uh, maybe something your kids will like too. So um, all you need is a toothpick and shampoo. Uh, I've also found that toothpaste works pretty good too. Um, if you have the toothpicks that are round at one end and pointy at the other, that's great. If not, you can just use a fingernail clipper to clip off one of the sharp ends. Um, and then dab just a little bit of shampoo or toothpaste on the blunt end. And when you place it in the water, it will move uh, in whatever direction the sharp end is pointing. Um, and how it works is uh, shampoo contains chemicals that reduce the surface tension of water. Um, and as the shampoo on the end of the toothpick dissolves, um, it reduces the water surface tension around it and releases the water's hold on that end of the toothpick. Um, the water at the other end still has surface tension, so it ends up getting propelled in that direction. Um, thanks for listening. Please join the conversation. Email me. Leave me some uh, responses or some replies on WordPress or Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Um, this week I posted a, a funny video of one of my epic parent failures caught on tape. Um, that is on my Facebook and my WordPress and Tumblr sites. Um, I just got onto iTunes and Stitcher, so if you have uh, those apps on your phone or your iPad or whatever, you can download me there. Uh, have a great week. Talk to you later.